Beetlejuice. 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 It's showtime. Welcome to the Beetlejuice Minute, where we discuss Tim Burton's Beetlejuice minute by minute. I'm your host, Julianne Fay, actress and owner of CinemaBliss.com, and my co-host today is Barry Rathbun. I am not an actress. I am more involved in the sound part of making movies. Happy Monday, folks, for minute number 67, and happy Martin Luther King Day. In minute 67, Juno asks the Maitlands how they plan on scaring the Dietzes. They then distort their faces into the most iconic Beetlejuice contortions of the film. And joining us today, guess who's back? Mr. Chris Taylor. Hi, I'm back this week. I'm the other Chris, because now we have three Chris's. (laughs) <laughs> Which yes. I just want to go on a small rant about Uh-oh. about no no that's not a bad rant rant like it's always a bad thing uh, well actually yeah that term usually is used for mm-hmm. a bad. okay a small insight I should say about how quickly people's brains work because uh, last week you know I was I was y'all had a, a new you know plot twist in the third act y'all had a new <laughs> guest host so whenever I started listening to it I was like okay I figured it was going to be Anthony because you know I wasn't on last week so I was like okay it's probably going to be Anthony so the minute starts I'm starting to listen to the, the, the Monday minute and uh it sounds normal and everything and when y'all get to and our special guest Chris and my brain all at once <laughs> is thinking wait Chris it's not Mem because whatever Mem was here like it was a different kind of sound quality because of uh the whole Skype technical stuff because so it he's sounds not different. in the state yeah. yeah so it's it, it sounded different you can kind of tell like that it sounds a little bit different and so i was like okay it's not mem and it's not me <laughs> <laughs> who is it and this was in the t- space it took to hear chris din like in that space just hearing chris like all this stuff fired in my brain <laughs> that quickly where i had to think about that it, it, it's not me wait did i black out and not remember <laughs> recording a podcast is that what's going on Aww. but yeah so it was kind of crazy and but she I'm had a female voice christina yes. has a very female yeah, voice and then she came <laughs> on, yes. and i was like i don't know this person I'm a new person so if your all name right. is chris christopher christina uh chrissy christine christarella give us a call and maybe you'll be a, a new uh guest we need host more christopher <laughs> anthony's middle name is actually chris uh, something like that we're all chris we're all chris's here <laughs> There's the title for the episode. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) So back to the minute. (laughs) I do have to say this is the minute that spawned thousands upon thousands of homemade Halloween costumes. I do not remember the Maitland's faces being masks in stores, but I did Google Beetlejuice Halloween images and Halloween costumes this year. And if anyone was doing the Maitland's, they were doing this minute of the Maitland's. I know most of this is practical effects, but back in the day, the actual pulling of the faces must have been like really fun filmmaking, a really fun filmmaking conundrum to kind of figure out. Claymation. Claymation. Yay. <laughs> Do you have an insight into their masks, Barry? Uh, well, just the fact they took about a week to create. Oh, wow. That's a, that's a while. What was the inspiration, I wonder, for that? That's just insanity. I don't know what Barbara's thing is, but if you look at Adam, he's very bird-like. Which I think Adam has a lot of bird things throughout this movie. Like he's he's got his bird books that uh, Charles goes through earlier. And if you think about that might be why he made a model of the town is because he likes to think like a bird. A and bird's fly eye view. Over. Yeah, he can fly oh. over the town. And now he made himself into a turkey. And I like that he couldn't really think of what to do with his eyes to make them spooky. <laughs> so he just pops them out and multiplies them on his fingers. 
and just has finger eyes and say, because he's like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to be spooky in some way. And I love the fact that he, I guess, thought well enough to actually put his own eyes, well, obviously his own eyes, but does that mean all his eyes need like glasses? Yes, that's my favorite moment in this minute, <laughs> is when Adam puts two of his eyeballs behind his glasses mm-hmm. to look at Barbara, <laughs> and then... In a conjunction with that, I like how her tongue curls a little bit when she sees him. Somehow the tongue movement makes her look cute, like she's saying, good job, honey. <laughs> I was thinking about how it's stop motion, and um, Adam's probably wasn't that hard to – I mean, no, well, I mean, it's as hard as stop motion would be to do, but mm. the design is so kind of simple in like the fact that he pulls his nose, he pushes his hand up into his face or to the back of his head make his little – what is that crown tuft? kind of tuft yeah. a pompadour i don't know um <laughs> but barbara is stretches her face out which results in like four million teeth yeah so that means that <laughs> for whenever they did the stop motion for that they had to sculpt each one of these heads and keep track of how many teeth were in them mm. that had to be a nightmare <laughs> i mean you love you gotta love your work but you gotta love <laughs> your work to do something like that well, they're getting paid. I mean, it's what they get to do for a living. You know, it's got to be fun to to mold each little molar, mold the molars. That's hard to say. I'd say that five <laughs> times in a, in a row. I do like her teeth are not like, I mean, they're human teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of fun. And I don't think she has any cavities. She's good dental work. <laughs> well, they're, no they're, they're very wholesome living people. So. Yes. She drinks lots of milk. <laughs> <laughs> Something else also noted. Uh, it sounds like it's about to jump into in the Hall of the Mountain King when he first starts with the little with the oboe, you know. Mm-hmm. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's funny. Was there anything in the script different with this? Because uh, there's no. not much to this minute. Outside no, of there really isn't anything. The, uh, it, it describes him pretty much almost. I mean, yeah, the whole. Before we leave, I do want to mention that it's a little odd. Maybe it's not odd that Juno's focused on the photographs and the handbook, but, mm. you know, in modern movies, it'd be like, plus we got to do some sort of memory wipe and it's just a pain. Get it off Facebook. But here, yes, exactly. But this is pre-internet, so it's not going to live forever. And there's pre-Photoshop, so they're not going to be like, oh, that's Photoshopped. Instead, people would just think, oh, they're crazy. They have no proof, yeah. so they're just the nuts. Hard, yeah, yeah, once you get rid of the, the hard copy stuff, you're good. You know, just... Yeah. It, either they could say, oh, it's faked, or, oh, you're crazy, and that's it. Like, yeah. the handbook is really the the biggest thing they got to get. We could still say that today, but it's weird that in today's movies, they almost always go one step further, and, like, <laughs> we've got to do a memory wipe. <laughs> we Modern society just likes wiping out people's memories for some reason. What does that say about us as a people? <laughs> Ooh, leave us a comment in our brand new Facebook group page. Yeah, and don't forget to join. Uh, uh, sorry, that was terrible. <laughs> uh, I do, I do wish this is one of those few minutes that I wish there was an extended version of. Not necessarily because I'm like, oh, you probably have a lot more. There's probably a lot more dialogue that could go here, but just because I love that set. Mm. Whenever, every time they would do the reverse shot where you see um, over Adam and Barbara's shoulders, the and you see like, yeah, and you can kind of see the it, or just looking out period over the floor and seeing everything and the way like the colors of of uh, Juno's office. It just looks super cool. That's one of my favorite sets in the movie. And I think her smoke effect looked best in this minute too. Like whenever she would talk. And I especially noticed because I was like staring at her throat watching the smoke. And um, it would actually work with how she was – what she was saying. Like Mm. she goes, not bad, not bad. Pause, now you. And it actually goes with the words. Like it pauses and then now you. Like they thought hard about that. I was like, wow, good job. 
Good job, special effects team. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, speaking of, if you if you really like the production design of this, Bo Welch has uh, recently come on <laughs> the Netflix series uh, Lemony Snicket's Series of Unfortunate, unfortunate events. events. Yes. Bo Welch's production designer for this and <laughs> a bunch of other Burton-y <laughs> things. And, uh, we if... talked about that way back in minute, I think, two. Yeah, somewhere <laughs> around there. <laughs> way back when. Speaking We're... of memory wipes, I get them done daily. Sorry, <laughs> folks. <laughs> But yeah, so if if you're looking for that kooky, gothy, humorous sensibilities with the whole side of depression, uh, try checking that one out. Yeah, I still haven't seen the actual movie, which I. It's pretty watch. good, actually. Yeah, Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jim Carrey mugs a bit, but well, of course it's Jim Carrey, but, but it doesn't go over the top. And the TV show is starting when? It, it it's already started had, on Friday the Thirteenth. It's Netflix, oh. so it all dropped. All at once. My apologies to Chris Taylor. We forgot to mention that last Friday was uh, Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Yeah, yeah. I was so disappointed. How do we do a Tim Burton-based podcast without mentioning Friday the 13th? Mm-hmm. Since he's so well-known for Friday the 13th-related things. No, there's actually no tie <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> Aside from but it just seemed like it was like – you think he's probably at home like on Friday the 13th having like a little cake or something. <laughs> And they're like, what? Are, what? Are, what, are, what are? Do you love the Jason movies? And he'd be like, who? You know, he wouldn't know what it actually means. He'd just be outside, like, you know, he's Friday the Thirteenth, Santa Claus with his sleigh being dragged by black cats or something. I don't know. Oh, I wish I could find a photo of that to post with this minute. If we have any artistic fans <laughs> yes. on the fa- on the Facebook group, I want to see Santa Burton with his mirrored, broken, mirrored sleigh being dragged by. A horde of black cats. You need more than eight because they're much smaller than reindeer. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wishing everyone a happy Friday the 13th. That's a serious Photoshop job. Well, all right, fans. <laughs> you have nine months to complete it because the next Friday the 13th is not until October. So, yes, oh, indeed. That That's what a, a special one. Yeah, it is a special one. And on that note, it's a special day here at the podcast. Hope everybody has a great one. Bye. Bye. Until next time, save us some popcorn and we'll see you soon at the Beetlejuice Minute.